coming to get you. Welcome to the Fear Central Podcast. I am your host, Mike, and joining me... Chris. Heather. And Paul, remoting from the other side of the room. Oh, all the way over there. Hi, Paul. Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, good. It's not like across the canyon or anything. Okay. I mean, my living room is pretty big. Yes, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I can barely see all over there. What? You need a, you need a binocular? Or a monocular, no. otherwise known as a telescope. Spyglass. Yes. I could be smart like a Baudelaire child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are back, uh, episode two of this season. And uh, as we discussed last week, you know, uh, things have been hectic over the last year for the entire world. Yes. So, but we are back and... Loving to be back. Very yes, grateful. absolutely. Um, so this week we thought, as we mentioned, we would take our time and come up with ideas on things that we would like to see either turned into maybe a series, miniseries, or a movie. Um, an explanation. It could be you've seen a great movie mm-hmm. and you're like, and I would love to see a series on that to really expand on certain things that you think it could grow on or or vice versa. You see a series and you're like, they could have wrapped this up in an hour and a half. Okay. <laughs> so uh, without further ado, uh, let's get into it. Okay. All right. Okay. Who's going to start us off? Uh, I will. Okay. Um, one thing that I, and, and I actually heard this in several other places. But one thing that I've seen that I think would make a great series would be to take um, 13 ghosts Mm -hmm. and then have a backstory episode for each ghost. The unfortunate part about it is it would only be like one season because you get 13 episodes. 14 if you. It's a mini series instead of a. Yeah, it could be a good mini series. You know? I mean, you could like do thematic stuff like uh, what Mike Flanagan's doing with the haunting, uh, the haunting series. You know, because like Hill House and Bly Manor aren't really related, just in theme only. Right. But uh, if you got Dark Castle to make series adaptations of their movies, yeah, they'd be pretty good. I can see that. Yep. Uh, but I've thought about that for a while after I first saw, saw someone. I, I don't remember where I saw it. Someone had posted it on Instagram or okay. something like that, and I was well, like, "That's a really good idea." Well, for the five horror fans who haven't watched uh, Thirteen Ghosts, the remake, what what it's about? What? Why would it make a good series? Um, so, uh, we, I, I mean, I know we do spoilers on this show, but I don't know how bad I want to spoil it. So, in essence, um, there's a guy that... His wife dies? Well, I was thinking about the uncle and why he's doing all this. Um, Was it because it could extend his life? I forget. You're talking about F. Murray Abraham's character in the movie? Yes. The one who leaves the house to his nephew, Nephew. great-nephew? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I Uh, forget the reasoning behind him doing all this. I wanted to say it was something to extend his life yes. or yeah. something like that. It's 
It's got a sliding plate glass house that's full of uh, incantations with that's and full of ghosts that he's trapped. Yeah, thirteen of them. Thirteen. Spoilers. Yeah. And in doing so, it's supposed to do something with the incantations that expand his life. Yeah. Um, one of the few movies that I actually enjoy, um, Matthew in. Matthew Lillard. Yeah. But it's but he was a scream and scream baby. Right. <laughs> and Shaggy. Ooh. Yeah. So every one of the ghosts for people that don't, maybe don't remember it, don't haven't seen it, is very. Uh, they've got a very signature style. Yeah. There are is the firstborn son. Mm-hmm. Who is like an overgrown baby, right? Right. Okay. And then his his mom is one of them. The yeah, the dire woman or something like that. Uh, something like that. Or wait, no, that's a great that's a great child and the dire mother. Who's the? Oh, the baby was the kid with the yeah. bow and arrow. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's the right. firstborn yeah. son. Yep. Um, and then you had the corso cor- corrupted princess. Uh, angry princess. Angry princess. Who was a? Uh, she was a prom queen. Right? Uh, had plastic surgeries to alter her perceived flaws, and after a botched experiment that mutilated her eyes, she brutally killed herself in a bathtub at the clinic. Yeah, the one in the movies. Gotta be a Netflix series because she walks around nude with a butcher knife. Yeah. Uh, Then you had the torso. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which is pretty self explanatory. You had the jackal, which was the insane asylum. The guy great, with the, the one that you're talking box about, over the, his head. the big, yeah, the jackal, the yeah. one you're talking about, the big baby. Yeah, the, he was called the great child. The great child. Great child. Yeah, yeah. and the dire mother. Um, and then there was the dude that had the spikes. The hammer. The hammer. Yeah. Or is that the juggernaut? No, no. that's the juggernaut. That's the juggernaut with the spikes. Was it? Yeah. No, yes. the juggernaut was the one he catches in, in the very beginning. Of the in the movie. very beginning at the graveyard. Or yeah, the a very good a, a very good set piece with that, which. If you adapt this into a show, I mean, it kind of like it could like it, I see it could work as a, as like two seasons. You think so? Yeah, because every episode and like a first season could be the backstory of said ghosts and them catching them. Well, yeah. Because like the set piece, the set piece of the junkyard in, in the beginning of the movie is one of the best parts of that movie. Actually. That is true. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I know in the film they kind of go into minimalistic backstory of each one just to give you an understanding of why they're there. Yeah, if you get the DVD, they've got like a minute, like a minute, minute and a half on each one of them or whatever in the special yeah. features. Yeah, but I mean, even in the movie themselves, when he's explaining why he's catching them, he kind of goes into a little bit of each one, mm-hmm. but not too much. Yeah. But so, I just think it would be great to go why this ghost and how he got to be the ghost and then... Yeah. So, as horror fans, let me ask, let me pose a question to the group. Um, what do you think is the threshold uh, for over-explaining a ghost or a killer or whatever? Because at some point, if you start getting to a point where you've explained too much, they start to get sympathetic. They're no longer scary because they're no longer an unknown. True. Um, 
Because there's certainly some movies I've seen that have over-explained. Yeah. Like the the villain and that point, and at that point you're like, well, they deserve this. Go go on, go on. Yeah. Um. I don't think in this one it could go that route because most of them had a pretty uh, I don't want to say treacherous it was mm-hmm. uh, I mean they had their own issues I mean sure. that's why they they were chosen as the 13 ghosts mm-hmm. um, the only one I think that could really make you go no not that one which you kind of get in the film the anyway is his wife the last one the he's the last one He's ghost number 13. He was supposed to die. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The withered <clears throat> lover is... Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we've said enough to people that haven't seen it, like the two or three. Who's the pilgrimess? The pilgrimess? The she's, witch? Yeah, she's the yeah. witch. Okay. I barely remember her from... That's the thing. Is there are so many of them, and they've all got kind of signature looks. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, what I was talking about is uh, the big muscular dude that has like the railroad spikes. That, yeah. That's the um, the hammer. Yeah. The hammer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's one that I've always wanted to. I, I mean, I've even wanted to tackle it as a filmmaker myself. I think it would right. be fun to come up with each in-depth story because they don't talk about too much in-depth. But you know, okay, he was in a junkyard and. You could say, you know, okay, maybe um, he was running the junkyard because family issues. He had to quit school in the seventh grade and start running the junkyard. And, you know, all kinds of ways you could go with these. Mm -hmm. So I think it would be, uh, like I said, if you only do or touch on each ghost per episode, that's 13 episodes. 14 if you go into the history of building of the house. Yeah. It just depends on how in depth you want to get into the book that explains everything. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was thinking of. Who's next? Heather, you got one. You, Heather got pointed at. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which means she probably hasn't figured one out. <laughs> Smirk and a glare. <laughs> um, so I have a couple. Okay. Um, that. There, there's a couple that would be goofy, goofy as a series, but one that I hadn't really thought about until we started talking about. But you know, would make a great series. Mm. Tucker and Dale. That could be a fun series. <laughs> that could be a fun series. Okay. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be a hella, hella fun series. So it would be like the three. It would be like Three's Company with kills. Like they go on different trips yes. or whatever, and like accidents. Something always happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Just but would the run series? Run bad luck. But could the series go into the backstory of the actual killer? Yeah. The guy. The the. The main the killer. antagonist. The the, uh, the college guy. Well, he was well, the it original. Was, it was, like, you know, it, it was his backstory was the killer from whatever two, two or three decades before. Yeah. Well, I guess it would be two because he was in his twenties. Yeah. Yeah. 
think that would make a good one. I don't have a lot of explanation, but I just think it would be fun. I think you'd run a danger of the, the tone being completely different if you devoted an episode to the the backstory killer. Right, but <laughs> I think it would make a, a very fun on a specific network that does those kinds of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, you could do it where it's different kids. Yeah. Each each time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or you could do like I, I could see that working. I could see that working with like the. Uh, they don't do it anymore, but like the Perry Mason or Columbo format. Oh, right. Where just like every so often you do a made-for-TV movie that's like two hours long or whatever. Right. right. <laughs> okay, that was one? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, no. Yeah. I, the only thing is like you got to have Tyler Levine and Alan Tudor. You would have to have them. You would have to, there. yeah. You would have to. But he's an alien now, so. He is. <laughs> A, a doctor show. alien. Doctor alien. Some years he does a lot, though. He, yeah. He, he seems comfortable doing a lot of work. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But um. Because I then, think he's still vying for. Um. Uh, what was that? The sci-fi series. Uh, not Serenity, but. Oh. Firefly. 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 Yeah. I think he's another one on board of trying to get that brought back out. Well, he's dead. I mean, unless it's a prequel. <laughs> but I don't know how you do a prequel with him being that far out. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were still talking about Alan. We are. He died in the movie. Oh, true. He was like a leaf on the wind, and then he got impaled. Uh, Spoilers for Serenity. Well, um, <laughs> I guess if, if they just go based off the series and negate the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I've never seen the series, just the movie. Everybody keeps telling me I need to watch the series. I've seen the series. I like them both. Sorry, we have the Good elevator. Ensemble cast. We have the elevator going, sorry. Elevator. Elevator. The elevator. The elevator. My elevator. So, okay. It could work. I can see it. Yeah. I'm always down for horror comedy. Oh yeah, I, I am too. Yeah, I loved Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yes. Yeah, that, that turned into a great series. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and number two, Alien. Alien, that could be a good series. That could be a. F- I mean, there's so many. Yeah. Like it, it. It seems like you could go on for lots of seasons if you did Alien as a. Like they took over the planet. Like I don't know, just. Well, there was a there's a long running British comic series that was all more along the lines of aliens, like you had the colonial marines and everything like that going on. Yeah, uh, I, it just depends on how you want to, you know, intertwine that yeah. that narrative. I think those those two would be my top two that I would pick. I don't hate the prequels, but I think you'd piss a bunch of people off if you made the series relating to the prequels. You there. definitely yeah. would. Yeah. Um, I have a goofy one. A goofy one. A very goofy one. Okay. Leprechaun. That could be a goofy one. <laughs> okay. Can you imagine Leprechaun, Leprechaun as a in series? The, hood, the yeah, series. The series. Leprechaun <laughs> in space. The series. Speaking it's of. It's a crossover between Leprechaun and aliens. Yes. Well, speaking of which, I was perusing through Tubi the other day and came across Snoop Dogg's horror or something. Maybe. Oh, um. Horror in the Hood? No, um. Something like that? Oh, uh, 
Jeez. Hold on. I know this. About, right? I've seen it. Yes. I'm like, Snoop Dogg did Te- a whole um, movie? Crap. Did you know that? What are we talking about? Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Dogg's, it's a movie. Um, Snoop Dogg something hood horror something. Hood of horror. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Have you never seen that? Oh, it's uh-huh. terrible. Oh, it's I'm, so I'm bad. Sure. Okay. So, it, it so bad. Terrible. It's no bones. No bones. No bones. No bones. <clears throat> it's shizzle. <laughs> <laughs> or rizzle. It's one of those anthology type movies. So it's got three different, you know, and it, yeah. It's so was he sitting at home token up one day watching Tales from the Hood going, man, I could do that better. Tales from I the love Crypt. Tales from the Hood. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two of them, right? Tales from the Hood? There is. Second one's got some moments. Some moments. And then Leprechaun's got two in the Hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I could see Leprechaun working sort of as as a series. You, you, I mean, it would have the whole monkey's paw type thing because every one of the yep. movies is like a greedy person gets a, gets a hold of that so you could devote time to backstory of said character yeah and then you know the uh and i just pursued i had to throw in a beef right here everybody keeps looping leprechaun origin into the leprechaun canon and it is not part of the canon it is a separate movie because there is no canon leprechaun in said movie it is a different type of leprechaun and it looks completely different mm-hmm. so I, I really it, it irks me to see leprechaun box it or whatever and they're throwing origin in there I'm like that is not no it's not even in the canon I just thought of one. Oh yeah yeah I've got I've got a pick but I just thought of another one based on some of the things that Heather just picked yeah oh Cabin in the Woods. That could be a series, yes. That could be. That could definitely be a series. Because you know they've got it set up for multiple amounts of people to come to that cabin. Yeah. Plus, I mean, it has that hell of a cliffhanger. Yeah. So if you chose to get final with it, you could have the you know post-apocalyptic elder gods thing going on. Right. Like I don't know how long it takes the elder god, the Titan elder gods, to destroy the world, but. I mean, it could even it could even go reverse and start with the elder gods collecting all the creatures, mm-hmm. and then hiring all the people to run it. And it will be like a horror comedy version of Westworld. Yeah, that could like the, you could have the the nuts and, because you'd have the nuts and bolts behind the scenes mechanic stuff going on, right? And like you have things going wrong going wrong within the park or whatever, and then have, like losing. Employees to certain problems and stuff like that. Yeah. Get over here and get your phone. Like that could really, that actually could really work. That could. I could see that. Yeah. All right, Chris. What's yours? I have quite a few of them. Okay. If I absolutely had to pick like two of them. No one gave it a limit. (laughs) Uh, Constantine. And hear me out. I know it was done as a TV series. However, it was not done well as a TV series. I love him as Constantine, though. 
Mm-hmm. The actor was a decent choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now he's on the Legends. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I'll give I'll give you the, like the world could be developed a little bit better. Yeah. I think she specifically wants Wait. the Keanu series. <laughs> I mean, I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> the Baba it, Yaga. It, I mean, come on now. Um, but yeah, that would be a really good one. And then the other one would be, um, Needful Things. Mm. Yeah. I could see that kind of like Friday the 13th, the series. Yeah, kind of of how he collected everything in the stories and And I think that could work very well if done right. Yeah. I'm kind of... I haven't. I really haven't watched too much in the Castle Rock, but I'd be very surprised if Needful Things hasn't made an appearance yet. Right. I don't know if either anybody else in the group has watched that show. I think I've seen the first couple of episodes, but that's. I watched the, the first season. Um, it was of Castle, Castle Rock, Rock on Hulu. It's on oh, Hulu. No, I haven't seen that. I think it would be very. It could be spurred out into almost three, maybe four seasons, depending on what you throw into the shop. Yeah. Yeah, and also you. I mean, the, and the, the curator of you know who how he became. Yeah, could and very well be almost similar to the Mortuary series. And you can have a complete reset at one point. Yep. Because yeah. he was going town to town. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, like a bunch of items, all hell breaks loose in one in one town. Then go to Castle Rock. <laughs> and every town could have a different set. Yeah. Depending on what the need is. Right. Okay. So, yeah. That's that's a solid pick from King Library. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see that. <laughs> what I was, uh, Chris and I were talking about beforehand, my, the pick that I brought tonight is a video game star, uh, series that started as indie, like uh, one of those RPG maker games. Oh, right. Like it was 16 bits called Corpse Party. Okay. Terrible name, but yeah. a great game series. Um, the idea of it is a bunch of kids get together to play um, Sachiko Ever After, which is like uh, the penny game or whatever. You know, people getting together, like ask the spirits, uh, am I going to be married in the future, blah, blah, blah. Will we all stay friends? But they go to a closed-down elementary school not realizing just the severe perverse history that went on in the said school a lot of kids brutalized like a lot of uh, angry children spirits or whatever it was actually turned into a four episode anime series but because it was only four episodes 23 minutes each it didn't have enough time to develop the suspense and like the ghosts and the kills and everything like that yeah the thing is, the games it's based on are known for being recorded in binaural, where if you put, put your headphones on, it feels like things are coming at you from every direction. Like okay. ghosts come from behind you, they come from in front of you. It is amazingly done. So honestly, I'm cool with it being done as an anime, like a fully featured anime series, because there's like three or four games to, pl- to plumb from, and you could really develop the characters and their relationships. But it would be awesome as an audio drama, like a radio drama. Yeah, that would be good. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, there was a, an Xbox game that I always thought would turn it would be be a great movie, 
Mm-hmm. And for the life of me, I can't remember the name of it. Um, it was about a guy that was sent to prison. Um, Suffering? That's it. Yeah. Uh, I, I was like shattered, shuddered, something. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I think suffering that would, and suffering ties the bind was the sequel, I believe. Yeah, um, I think that would be an amazing movie. Mm-hmm. Just to just if you use some practical effects in it, some of the creatures would just be amazing on film. Yeah, because all the creatures are based off of methods of execution throughout time. Yeah, especially the little ones with the needles and yeah. his eyes and yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, with your idea about things that would benefit from being shorter, yeah, uh, does anybody have picks on that? I honestly didn't really remember that part of the assignment. So. <laughs> well, I mean, the one I picked was kind of that movie to series. Mm-hmm. Um, Tucker and Dale. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I'm, I'm I mean the flip side. Things that were a series that could be better being any, shorter, like as a movie. Any Stephen King made for TV movie. <laughs> well, they tried that with any it. of them. They tried that with it. Tommy Knockers needed that runtime to really develop it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Langoliers, we needed all of that. Oh my god. Show. Well, we did really need all of the stand, though. Yes. Yeah. I have not watched the new one. I can't comment to the quality. I have not yet either. Down a little bit. <laughs> no, you need it all in there. You've read the book. It's not even close. Good thing Joe's not here. He's talking about the Dark Tower. It needs to be 17 <laughs> seasons long. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, Ron Howard did say that he regrets not making it more horror based. What he did do. On the stand? Yeah. No. It'll be Mick Garris. Um, Dark Tower. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, thing is, Dark Tower is like almost not even an adaptation of the books, because it's... If you know the books, you know it's time loops within the books. Yeah. So the movie is actually a sequel that just kind of hits on big moments or something like that, as far as I understand. I also understand that the movie started off with pretty much book two because that's where you get more character depth. And it's only an hour and a half. Yeah. (laughs) You got six books and you just plumb moments from across them and make it a sizzle reel. That might be cutting it a little too short. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I I shudder to I shudder to say this, but yeah, like Rose Red, Ro- Rose Red just has a troubled history, though. Yeah, because I mean, he, Stephen King wanted to make a uh, the, make an adaptation of Shirley Jackson's The Haunting, and that's why that so why Rose Red for two parts of the three part miniseries is just The Haunting, with like you know changing up genders and stuff like that for a little bit of it yeah. and then oh he lost the he lost it and he just developed this whole side story with what everything that goes on in part three um i could almost actually see that one go more into a series than a mini series mm-hmm. uh it could be very much close to um well, i mean they haunting 
shows that's been on Netflix lately. Well, the, well, that's the thing. Like the source material's the same. Like they're both based on Shirley Jackson's The Haunting. The Haunting of Hill House is based on that. The Haunting. Yeah. That's the reason there's so much similarity. But I think Rose Red could do it just as well. Mm-hmm. All right, you said you had several. What else? Those were my two main ones. Oh, okay. But if we're talking about shortening, yeah. Oh, there are some scenes in Trick or Treat that could have been shortened. There. <laughs> oh, that Don't was a give me that look. You that know it's look. true. You shut <laughs> your that face hole. Bring it. <laughs> what was, do you want to cut? Those spear eyes. <laughs> Just some of it could have been cut out. It seemed like it dragged too long. Um, Definitely not the best scene. It's an hour and a half movie. It's, it's less than an hour. Less and than an hour and a half. It's eighty-four minutes gonna... or something like that. Yeah. There are just some scenes that were redundant and didn't need to transition. Now, what if we face. took that and turned it into a series? And each... That could definitely work, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could do the people in town as a series. Yeah. By the same by the same virtue, I mean, Tales of Halloween is yeah. very similar. Like, it's a good spiritual successor and. That could easily work too. Mm. And I'm very disappointed we haven't had our trick or treat two yet. I me too. <laughs> Love me some. Get Sam. on it. <laughs> Love me some Sam. Of course, say the same thing about Tucker and Dale too. There's it. Golly. All the ones we want twos are not making twos. I know. We need twos. God. <laughs> you know when a series that would make a good movie? Which one? Grim. <gasps> Grim would make a pretty. Th- you can do a solid movie get, out of that. You can get a solid movie out of Grim. Yes, because there are certain parts of it you're just like, okay, come on, let's get on with this part. You could also admit that on the other side that there were some of that that should have been cut out. Actually, that could be a good period film. The okay. beginning of the Grim. Oh, are we okay? Are we okay talking about Dexter for a second? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, well, we I hate Dexter. Uh, well, I don't like the ending of the, sh- the show myself. <laughs> um, I would be very okay because they talk about wanting to bring it back, bring it back for another season and stuff like that. Yeah. I would be very okay with movies like made-for-TV movies based on the books. The books have a completely different tone than the TV show. Like if you're gonna redo, if you're gonna you know, re go go for it or whatever. As much as I love season, I actually love all the way to season five through season five yeah. on Dexter. Six has got good things. Seven and eight. I would think that it would need to be more uh, made for streaming than TV. With, yeah, with the context of the show. Sure, but I'm like, you know, a good. Hour forty, two hour movie based on each one of the books that could be adapted to that style of the TV show. Yeah, that would be pretty good. I could see that. Yeah, because I, I I love Dexter. The other one yep. would be Oculus. Oculus into a series. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the traveling of the mirror, where yep. it's been, how it was made, why so it was cursed. Kind of like, kind of like, yeah, no. Because, I mean, you could say the same thing about the Lamont configuration. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. World War Z. As a series? World War Z as a series. Oh, yeah. If you did it if as a series. Read, if you read the book, every chapter could be its own series. I was going to say. I was going to say, because when you read the book, it, it's nothing like the movie. No. no. You could actually, each, each, each place he travels to would be another episode. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, I like that better. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, it's like it's like a traveling war journal across countries yeah. and everything. Like when they're all different tones and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that would be a great series. Yeah, mm-hmm. that should definitely happen. Because yes. especially got. I don't hate that movie, but that movie is not really related. It's got like Easter eggs if you read the book. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, it's it's. I was I was hoping it was going to be, you know, introduce a character, little character build up, and then have him kind of like Indiana Jones. You fly here and you fly here and you fly here and you fly here. With every commercial, it got further and further away. By the time it came out, I was like, this is not going to be that book. Yeah. You know, you know another one that would be a good one? What? A series to movie? The Strain. The Strain could be a good movie. The Strain would be a great movie. Hmm. If you start with the, make it a, a movie of the history yeah. or the beginning. Mm-hmm. The the pro, that prologue in the first book is amazing. Yeah. Like, it, I love the way that it's written. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard it was a great book. Yeah. I've only just seen the series. But I mean, it, it is Del Toro, so. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would still love to see. Um, Akira brought into a full-fledged live-action movie or maybe broken down into a series with the history of Akira. You're, you're talking about the uh, the Atomo? Yes. Uh, manga? Yeah. Have you ever read those books? I haven't read the books. I was just seeing the movie. My first anime. There is so much that is missing on that movie. Oh, I can the, imagine. From the books, because that, that, like, it's... Six books, I think. Is it? There's a and it's it's not light on plot. Oh, I bet it's not. I mean, the movie's not light on plot, but I'm sure there's a lot left out if it's got six books. There's a lot left out. So that, I think that would be a good series. I could see that. You're above my head there. Who's anime? Your husband would get into it though. He would. Because that's probably what he's doing right now. <laughs> nope. No. No. <laughs> no. A rare occasion. I know. <laughs> well, I'm researching space. Oh. The final frontier. <clears throat> Which Hunter Robin would be good as a movie? Yeah. Yeah. No. Sam. And a live action Sam more anime. More anime. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're fine. You're just making <laughs> sure I know what we're talking about here. <laughs> and I feel bad for even I feel bad for even suggesting it, but as someone who's got someone who keeps a framed Helsing poster, yes. up, even though I haven't watched it forever, like yes. I'm always down for more Helsing. Oh my god, yes, stuff. that would be good. <laughs> it's more anime. I know that. That one's a good one. <laughs> I do know that one. I think Blood would be seen good. It, I've seen the first no Blood calls. movie, but I think they could have done just a little oh, bit better. The movie was horrible. Yeah. The live action was. Yeah, I think they could have done way better. The original Blood movie was good. I didn't like Blood C, and I definitely didn't like the series. Yeah. I love the style of, uh, now we're just getting on sidetracks, but from that era, I do love the style of uh, Devil Girl. Because it was very based on like seventies Italian stuff, like the Sentinels. The, stuff yeah, like oh that. yes. Or you could you could do a good series based on Vampire Hunter D. 
Because yeah. it was travels from town to town. Yeah. It's a good. It's a good. You would actually probably enjoy that Western. anime. Okay. It's called Vampire Hunter D. Okay. And it's about a basically a half breed that's the no. He's the son of Dracula, and he's going to kill his dad. And he keeps traveling town to town hunting vampires until he finds. And his oh. partner is his right hand. Yeah, it, he's got a little face on his hand oh, and it talks okay. to him. Okay. <laughs> like it, like most men, his partner is his right hand. <laughs> I don't think he named it Rosie though. Oh my goodness! <laughs> wow, Lord, it's getting deep up in here. That's what she said. Oh. Um. A movie that a movie. would make uh, would make a good series. Yeah. I just thought about what about us. It could be as a series. I mean, how the corporation because you know that that was did. not just a one-time thing. Yeah. Yeah. I so, guess I guess you could have it where each family or something has an experience with their counterpart. Well, I I feel like you'd get, you'd develop two episodes that would explain the whole purpose behind the experiment and everything and then you could develop like a purge like mega event with like multiple families and stuff like that going through the the, the night of terror yeah whatever. like I, I haven't seen any of the purge series I haven't either but I just figure that will be what you got going on with it yeah because so i don't know if it's as intense as the the first couple of films or could i did did it carry on to multiple seasons or was it just like one or two i don't know that off the top of my head i I don't either i know i know it doesn't have many seasons if it has a second if it has a second because like the exorcist was the same thing i think it only had like one maybe two seasons Mm -hmm. um and then one series that y'all enjoyed that started based from a movie was uh, Hannibal. This is 2018 to 2019. So yeah, it just says 20 episodes. Just 20 episodes. But see, y'all liked Hannibal, which yes. was based off Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Yes. Hannibal's troubled because it was supposed to be eight seasons. Yes. But wasn't there something about the... Don't we lose it? The connotation of the of the series or the, the subject matter that made them go, no, we, we don't want to expand this or no what it was it was ratings thing unfortunately every I love that series creator that is uh, it's the same guy that did Dead Like Me and Pushing Daisies and uh, American Gods yeah Uh, the director yeah the series creator series creator oh the series creator yeah Uh, why can't I think of his name off the top of my head? I like every show he did. Brian Fuller. Okay. That's what okay. I was thinking. Yeah. But yeah, he did Hannibal, Pushing Daisies, American Gods. What's weird is as as weird as different as all these shows are, you can tell they're all the same guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though they're even though like Dead Like Me is like dark comedy and Pushing Daisies is like whimsical murder mystery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like they all have kind of this signature tropes. <clears throat> I'm glad that we still have American Gods. Mm-hmm. Like 
I don't know how many more we'll have of it, but I'm glad it's still continuing. Is that the right. one on Showtime? Stars. Stars? Yeah. I don't know why I said it like Nemesis. Stars. Stars. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so the idea of Hannibal as a TV show originally was supposed to be eight seasons yeah. where he would be filling it out with... Uh, he, he would be filling it out like season... Seven, I wanted to say it was going to be Silence of the Lambs, or, or, or no, that would be Hannibal, and then season eight would be f the after the events of the book of Hannibal. Okay, which is interesting because spoilers for the book of Hannibal, Hannibal and Clarice run off together and live on the Riviera. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a weird, it weird. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the the thing is, is like the 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 show has a very strong theme. Right. The theme is Hannibal as a sociopath is interesting because while most of them are kind of closed off and everything, Hannibal just wants to be seen. So like so like he befriends Will Graham, his lead investigator, because Will Graham is an empath. So he's okay. able to see what these killers are seeing. He's able right. to understand their mindset and everything. So he's basically grooming Will as, from the get-go to be a, a companion, a friend. Because wasn't the third film Hannibal? Signs of Lambs, yeah. Red Dragon, and then Hannibal? Yes. Which is kind of like Red a Dragon backstory. Is, Red Dragon is technically the first book. Like, it's the first story. Oh, okay. And then Silence of the Lambs, then Hannibal. Because Hannibal takes... The, the movie takes him back to, as a child, and how he became... Hannibal Rising is his prequel. Was it Rising? Hannibal Rising. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, but the writing was on the wall whenever, as far as ending the show. So season three has some jumps in time and okay. then has a very it's a pretty satisfying ending it's very out like it's very left hook left turn though mm -hmm. like oh. it just yeah you're like okay i guess we're just ending right now right yeah okay <laughs> hmm. interesting i like it So, I don't know. I think we could go on for hours. Mm -hmm. We could. Because up. Cause as we continue to talk, I keep going, oh, what about, oh, what about? Mm -hmm. So, um, the, the main thing, I mean, the main thing about, the, you know, the idea of, like, making things longer, making things shorter and stuff like that is that certain things excel. Like, like you, you, you do watch a movie and you go, like, like Cabin in the Woods or whatever. Right. And you're like... Oh man, there's just untapped potential, but you closed it off there at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, you could have done so much here, and I'm kind of excited. Like now, it's just kind of in your head as canon. Like, oh, what if they had chosen this? What if they had chosen that? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it's by parody almost that they choose one of the most stereotypical, you know, scenarios. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like. With horror, especially, it you know, like it's it it's it's about finding the right length, the right like uh, pacing and time. Right. It's like things that thing. There are certain things that 
you can expand and they get creepier and creepier the more you get into it. And yeah. there's certain things that, okay, you've explained it to death and now right. nothing. <laughs> yeah. Because even, even in some franchises, it, it gets to that point. You're just like, okay, can we can, move can, on? Right. Can we do something different? Can mm. you bring something new into this? Yeah. As opposed to like, oh, he's using the change with hooks again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was one thing about Hannibal is every episode, I mean, was intertwined, but it was very different from the one before. Mm-hmm. So. Part of me wishes that they had been able to keep with the episodic nature of the first season, but. Yeah. I'll say that whenever it became a straightforward plot, like, even still, like, I, every episode's different enough. Yes. Like, okay. And I think that's where we also get into a lot of these series now that are, each season is something different, you know, yeah. like AHS or... Um, the Haunting the Shows. Haunting. The Haunting Shows. Uh, what's the uh, first season had the Tooth Monster? Um, uh, oh. Uh, uh, Channel Zero. Yeah, Channel, Channel Zero. Zero. Um, there's a there's another one does that like each season some different um, slasher yeah oh yeah <clears throat> I couldn't get into the second season of that one though no first season was great yeah I like the ch- I like Channel Zero but every like those each season your mileage varies Definitely. on what on what you're gonna like about those right <laughs> yeah. I've only seen the first season, and I, I loved it. The whole puppets and yeah. it was just great. Whatever it was, Butcher's Block, I guess, three. season three. Rugger Hauer was amazing in it. Oh, was he in it? He's mm-hmm. the villain. Nice. But the, it's just kind of gross. Yeah. Because it's all very gross. cannibalistic and everything. And I'm like, okay. Did they do a Hellraiser judgment with it? No. Oh. <laughs> See, because even that in itself, with the the amount of places that the Lamont configuration box could have ended up, mm-hmm. that could just be never-ending movies or a series that could just go on forever, depending on who gets the box next. Yeah. Kinda like, it can be kind of like Jumanji. It, something draws you to it. <laughs> it doesn't okay. necessarily have the drug I'd be down for a Jumanji horror television series. That would be awesome. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You know, get a little darker than the PG movie. Mm-hmm. So, of all the best horror movies, <coughs> would be based on children's literature, right? That's why I'd love to see a, a an actual story of Peter Pan in film, mm. the original story, not the Disney. You know, there's been some great comic adaptations that really went dark on Peter Pan. Yeah. <laughs> It would be hard to make, though, because of the content. Mm-hmm. Being that the shadow, if I remember right, the shadow goes and hunts for him, and then Tinkerbell captures him, and then Peter Pan eats the kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm, tasty. Yeah. <laughs> mm. You're not lost anymore. You're in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. The title for this show is very awkward because it's very long things you want to see done that could be done in <laughs> oh just do the acronym okay 
But yeah, things that could be envisioned different ways. Yeah. We'll do that. Here we go. Yeah. But next week, we're looking into locations. Yes. And what settings. Places of fear. Places of fear. And would things be the same if they weren't in those places? Yeah. Would Friday 13th be the same at a different camp? Yeah. Camp Tutti Fruity just won't do it, I don't think. Camp Chip- <laughs> it would if it was at Camp Chippewa. Camp Chippewa? You can delve oh, into, you know where that one is. You can delve into the thing. Chris knows where that one is. I know where that one is. Okay, good. You can delve into how much atmosphere really influences, like, how it really influences tension. Yeah. And like what per- personal like the places that personally scare us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. when it comes to horror, location is pretty much another character. Yeah. In the fi- in the film or the series, as opposed to like comedies or whatever, where it's like doesn't matter. Me and Empire State Building, you beat the series for like Chicago. Same thing. Make the joke. Fun. Yay. But. You know, there are certain places that, given the atmosphere of those areas, you're just like that. It wouldn't be the same without, you know, because I, and we'll talk about this next week, but uh, it's another Stephen King story. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that next week. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, locations next week, the other character, and things what we, thought of for the things we like this week (laughs) (laughs) so uh, you enjoy the rest of your week we'll enjoy the rest of our week and um, we will see you next week from this location undisclosed undisclosed but enjoy your week and as always stay scared